Welcome again to Pastors of the North podcast. We're sitting down with Reverend Al Huckabee again, and we're uh, asking for his advice for people who are new to ministry. So sit back and enjoy his wisdom. Welcome back to Pastors of the North podcast. Uh, once again here, we have Pastor Al Huckabee with us. He's going to have a little uh, little more of a conversation continue continuing on a bit from what we did last time with him. Yeah, for sure. Al, welcome back. Thanks. <laughs> Very good. I wanted to ask this, this key question. What advice would you want to pass on to a young leader just entering pastoral ministry? Well, I mean, we hit on some stuff last yeah, time. Yeah, we did. We did. Yeah. Um, I think one of the, the, the things I would say, one thing would be, make sure and and obviously sometimes they're not sure mm. but um i was going to say make sure that it's this is a field in which you know that this lord the lord would want you to walk into this field okay to to do the work in this field of yeah. work um like the discernment of yeah, right yeah. yeah yeah and it's really key to to make, to, to have some key people that are that you're going to allow to speak into your life in those areas. Mm-hmm. Um, some venture into the fields with the wrong tools. You know, mm-hmm. it's like a farmer. Mm-hmm. If you go into the field, you, you need the tractor, you need the, the, the seed, you need the, the plow, you know, all yeah. of those things to yeah. do the work. And it doesn't do any good if you're going to walk in with a baseball bat. <laughs> Maybe that's a field, but it's the wrong field. It's the wrong, you went to the yeah. wrong yeah. 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 You went to the wrong field and the wrong work yeah. um, to do it. So make sure that, that that's really the call of God yeah. in your life. And, and you've discerned that. Secondly, I would say, um, learn to, to develop the rhythm of ministry mm-hmm. um, and rhythm of ministry to me is, is so diverse. Like it, it, and this is something you can only learn as you get into it okay. to develop the rhythm of, of ministry life. Family becomes, yeah, your family has to stay the most important element mm-hmm. to you. Yeah. Like, you know, mm-hmm. there's the, there's the whole thing that everybody says, okay, which is first God, God and then, you know, yeah, and yeah. Then this, the church and then this. And yeah. I believe personally, yeah. I believe that God gave me my family, right? Right. My wife and my children. And why, why would I want to put them lower on my list? Mm-hmm. That you know, okay, if God is there. I should never have the church above my family. Yeah, mm-hmm. yeah. And actually, it would almost be not having God first if you didn't care for your family, right? Right. In a healthy way. Yeah, yeah. Like putting God first automatically means I need to be faithful to my commitments, right? And my covenant with my wife and my right. children, right? And if I only get, it's only when I'm, you know, yeah. living that well that I can kind of minister. In a healthy way, too, to yeah, others. Yeah, yeah. And, and I had to learn that. Um, one of the keys, I, I was able to go to Billy Graham School of Evangelism mm. down in Toronto, and one of the plenary speakers was one from California that spoke about this rhythm. I'd never I'd never even heard about yeah. this. Um, and I sat in, out of all of the plenary sessions, that's the one I brought back to Dryden. Wow. Because I had to learn a proper rhythm. Because I had not placed the priorities yeah. of where family was. And, and Because we can become so busy. 
Yeah. Oh, you get so yeah. busy trying to do the work of ministry. <laughs> right. Where, um, and then our families sometimes can feel that the church, especially to our wives, the church can become a mistress. Mm. Oh, wow. Yeah. And in terms of our time. In the yes. Church. Yeah. That yeah. you're investing so much to the mistress. Wow. Yeah. And I, and I don't mean to make that in a crude way. Yeah. But no, but it, it can feel that way. In terms of dividing our, our attention. Right? right. Right. Yeah. And, and so um, we need to be very, very careful that we keep those things in priority and learn the rhythm. Mm. And so with me, I made sure one thing I did, as I said to my family, I give you one night of the week that you, you have me. Right. Because there was other nights of the week I was busy involved in mm -hmm. things yeah. of doing ministry. <laughs> right. And so I said to them, you are a priority to me. Mm -hmm. And so you get a night. So which night is it? So we chose a night of the week. I would never schedule anything yeah. on that night. And uh, there can be those within the church that don't understand that. Yeah. Say, well, pastor, come on. You know, like... <laughs> you know, you need to be here this week. No, you know, like yeah, I'm. I'll, I'll schedule any other night of the week, but this one. Yeah, and I protect this one. Now, sometimes I had to. I had to because there are outside influences sure. that you have to maybe take. Right. So then I would say to my family, <clears throat> I can't do it, so I give you another night of the night of the week. Yeah, so we'll, and let's be flexible. But right. Let's do it. But yeah, prioritize yeah. some. So that's just one area, but I, but I had to learn the rhythm. Mm -hmm. and, and the rhythm also is learning rhythms of uh, devotional times. Because mm -hmm. honestly, as a pastor, yeah, you can be in the Word, but you're not actually devotional oh, right. in yeah. the Word. You're, you're, you're doing the Word because it's a job, yeah. and you have to get the message together or the yeah. Bible study for whatever. And yeah. You're just doing it, but it's not, it's not intimate with you in the Lord. Yeah. I've heard people say it's like every week you deliver the baby. And I felt, and I'm sure we both felt this way. You work on this thing, you deliver the baby on Sunday, then you turn around and have to do it again. Right. And it, and being in that constant, like you're almost, when you go to read the Bible, even if it is devotionally, almost in the back of your head, I don't know if this happened to you, Al, but you're wondering, well, how would I, how would I share this? Like yeah. you almost have this, okay, how would I teach this? Right. Instead of just, not that that's wrong. Yeah. But that comes secondary to yeah. me and the Lord. Right? Yeah. And so yeah. that I had to learn, and again, this is another thing I'd say, I had to learn how to 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 develop and maintain that intimacy with Jesus right. for me. Yeah. And sometimes those in listening to this may not like what I'm about to say, but <laughs> really? with, I love with, it. with me, it was sometimes it was not even getting into the word. But right. it, it was having to get away and get alone with him. Mm, yeah. Oh, for sure. And, yeah. And so whether that meant with me, it was getting into nature. Yeah. And and I just had to. Now, I wasn't big into fishing and hunting, but I went and, and just spent alone time. And I needed to train my heart to hear him speak to me. Oh, cool. Um, even sometimes outside of the word. Yeah. Yeah. Um, but really in the word. I needed to hear the word yeah. Right. Yeah. speak to myself. Oh, that's so good. Do you feel, this is sort of a second question. Um, if you were teaching at like a Bible school, say, mm. and you had students, some were preparing for potentially going into church ministry, some are not. Right. 
would those be the sorts of themes that you would want to pass on to them? If you could kind of design a class of whatever you wanted. Yep. I think so. I, I think yeah. those those are things that sometimes I, I never heard mm-hmm. when I was in college from, you know, you, they, they taught the curriculum. Right? Yeah. But sometimes they didn't teach the, the real life um, things of like the application of Kind of really living it out, yeah, living yeah. it out in, yeah. in the church, yeah, church experience and life experience, in yeah, the past yeah, and, and whatnot. And, and the other thing I would have to say is to young ministers and leaders, be prepared to do anything and everything that, that's there. Like mm-hmm. you experience the fullness of ministry. Mm-hmm. Like sometimes ministry just isn't standing up at the, standing up at the front preaching the word, right? We think that sometimes that's the ultimate, right? right. <laughs> But but it's yeah. it's much broader than, than that. Um, I've I think now because uh, I'm getting a little bit older, <laughs> I can start to appreciate some of the seniors in in the ministry that I've seen over the years in, in the church. And sometimes I, I didn't understand them as as deeply as I needed to. Mm. Uh, sometimes the loneliness that some of our seniors experience right. uh, of uh, of their younger years are gone, yeah, and and sometimes they're uh, they're wondering where they fit into the body mm. of Christ, and um, sometimes the church forgets them, other than they want their their ties and offerings, wow, right? Sure, yeah, <laughs> but they forget them as an individual. And COVID has really this year shown us sure. what real ministry, what church life really needs to be. Mm. Is it putting bums in the pew, or is it making yeah. connection with people? Right. right. Yeah. Wow. Yeah. And um, if I would say that anything with young people and young ministers is leaders is it's all about people. People. Mm-hmm. It's it's not. And and churches are facing this. I get it. That uh, sometimes the budget becomes the the. The all-consuming things of our lives of saying, yeah. you know, "How are we going to make the budget?" Yeah, you know, and, and continue on doing what we think is ministry. Well, maybe what we think has been ministry has been wrong mm-hmm. of how we do it. Yeah, good. Um, I think churches are, are challenged by that in 2020 yeah. of what what this ministry look like. Yeah, and have we have we been doing it right? Mm. It's almost like a time for reevaluating. Yeah, things, right. You know, yeah, it, yeah. We we hear about the big reset. Yeah, yeah. But, but maybe the churches need to reset, reset. Of, of how. Uh, what would Jesus really want of us? Right. Is 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 he been happy with what the church has been looking like, or does he want to see a different church? Mm. Um, wow. So, yeah. Awesome. Wow. Right on. Yeah. Very good. That's fantastic. Well, thanks again for, for this uh, today, Pastor Al. And uh, we'll probably have you back for some more. Yep. Great thanks for listening, everybody. Thanks again, everyone, for joining us this week. I'm really glad you're able to hop on and check out uh, what we're all about and really hoping that you were able to get something out of uh conversation this week. Um, 
like us, follow us, whatever platform that you're on, share us, um, get us out there. Uh, we just want to be able to bless people and really work with them and help them develop their, their Christian lives. Um, if you have any comments that you want um, to let us know about, um, if you have any questions that you want to ask that you'd like us to address in an episode, um, please feel free to um, send us a voice message um, right on our Anchor homepage, which can be found in the description of our channel here. Um, so check that out, and um, we'll catch you guys next week. Thanks so much, everyone.